games are the latest craze to sweep the country and most of the world, too. Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Defenders, and Asteroids. Finish him. I'll be back. He's alive! He's alive! Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 90th episode of the Hungry Gamers Podcast. We are powered by AP.net, Audio Technica, and AK Racing. I'm your not so humble host, Brendan White. Find me everywhere at Brendan 8 Bits. Joined today, my two partners in crime, Ali Hart, who can be found at Miss Ali Hart, Salim Abraham, who can be found at Salim TD. Welcome back for the last time in 2017 to the Nameless Table, you pair of legends. It's a very sad occasion. Oh my god, no, it's a momentous occasion. We're going into the Christmas season, the festivus season. <clears throat> we yeah, should have put streamers around, party poppers. People have to kind of fill that void for themselves on our break. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got a, a lot of back catalogue now. 89 additional episodes that people could listen to. This mm. is very true. Um, we, sh- we should like sorry. take some time to do like a best of. Like we'll find like our 10 best episodes yeah. and, and do like a little playlist, a little mixtape. That's an idea. <clears throat> Probably mostly profanity. Oh yeah, and abuse. A lot of smut. Yeah, oh. a lot of smut. Love the smut. A lot of hot takes. This is the last time around the nameless table, probably. Mm. Yeah, yeah it's been been short and sweet. It's like snake venom. Gotcha. Now we're dead. Good uh, reference. <clears throat> all beautiful things, though. Um, you know, and it is a beautiful thing. I look at this table oh and I often God. reflect on what, what what is the meaning of life, really. Um, I have been worried that you were going to like put a glory hole in this table one day and I'd come in and you'd just be getting very intimate with this this beauty that we, <laughs> our blood, sweat and tears were poured into. I know, uh, that's, that's huge too Huge sacrifice far, but, on the body. <laughs> but occasionally I'll like rest my head against it and whisper my deepest secrets. Listen to its heartbeat. Yeah. Mm. Beat strong. But the old girl, she never talks back. She's lovely. Uh, yeah, we've got, a, um, we've got a table up for grabs. <laughs> mm. If you want a chance to win the nameless table, you have until signed. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so a day. Um, yeah. How are you guys? Good. I'm Good. going to be probably the most mellow in an episode I've realized because I haven't had a coffee. I really? offered you one. I know. Too good I know. I am a snob. I do not do instant. Really? You heard right? him say it was the best coffee he's ever had. Well, it's partly because I made it. <laughs> so yeah, that it's all on me. So I'm running on. Running on happiness and freaking sunshine, I am. So <laughs> let's see how we it's, roll. It's emanating from I you. I know, it's you have aura. This golden aura. Pass me those Such sunglasses because my eyes cannot withstand <laughs> this any longer. So That's good. Yeah. I'm actually feeling a bit mellow myself there, Ali. So maybe we can like have a mellow episode together. Just chill and just yeah. talk it out. Yeah. And just kind of really appreciate the year that's been in this mm. wonderful Game of the Year episode. <clears throat> It has been a, a year. year. It's been a hell of a year. Has been a year in gaming in in eight bit nation. Actually, uh, 90, yeah. 90 episodes we've done of this thing. What Oof. the fuck? Hell yeah, yeah. <clears throat> two years. Two years. We started January twenty sixteen. Yeah. So nearly nearly two years on the nose. Yeah. Mm. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah. So we are. I guess we could get that out of the way to start with. After this, we are going to take a bit of time off. Uh, probably. Somewhere around the, the four-week mark, we're mm-hmm. going to uh, rest and recuperate, retool, 
and uh, come back bigger, badder, better than ever. Bash our heads together. Mid Jan. Mm-hmm. Mid January. Mid Jan. I think we did this. Was it the 15th? I think it was Bank Smack Mid. Yeah, around there. Yeah. Somewhere around then we'll be back. Don't hold us to that date, but Check we're going to be around somewhere we'll around there. there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be exciting. We're, two, we're like a phoenix. Two weeks before Australia Day, I mm. think is what we said. Yeah. So Rising from the ashes. You do the math and tell us what day it is so we know when to come back. Quick maths. <laughs> Quick math. Quick math. <laughs> that guy's the best. Mm. What's his name? Big Shaq. Big Shaq. <clears throat> um, Man's not hot. Man's not hot. <laughs> his dad's a spaghetti lady is the best line I think I've ever fucking heard <laughs> in my life. I don't, what does that mean? Uh, I think it just means he's um, he's talking about a person who did lunch lady duties. Oh. <laughs> I think that's okay. what it means. And then he's like... Uh, but you anyway, know what? The tuck shop lady, without her, our children would starve. You know what I've been dying to and do? And not have obesity. This isn't... Maybe Touché. you can help me here because you're pretty nifty with food. So I used to be able to get a flame-grilled chicken patty on a plain bun at the canteen or, um, at school. At the tuck shop, yeah. Uh, a flame plane, as the kids would call it. A flame plane. Cost I like you, that. Cost you $3.80 or something. It was fantastic, though. I haven't been able to find anything that quite tastes as good since. Fl- Flame-grilled chicken burgers from Hungry Jack's are pretty good. Yeah, they are. They are. Oporto's oh, is pretty decent when mm-hmm. it comes to like a grilled chicken. This yeah. this thing must... I don't know. It's probably like... But can we actually just go back to... He was getting fucking flame-grilled chicken at the canteen at yeah, school. Yeah, we weren't getting none of that fanciness. No, the fanciest thing that came into my school was hot chips. And that was right yeah. at the end. <clears throat> I was a... Oh, I was hash a, browns too. Oh, my God. When, I was a man of Marist. Um, man of... Who walked in the path of Marcelin Champagne, Saint Marcelin. Uh, so, <laughs> as such, I was afforded many luxuries such as flame plane burgers. I love they're called flame planes. Yeah. We used to. It was sick. And I've actually considered <clears throat> going back to the high school. Just, just to get one? Rolling <laughs> just in. Just rolling in at lunchtime. Just coming in hot. <laughs> and I don't give a shit. Like, they can't get the cops there fast enough. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'll just walk in. I'll fucking throw five bucks at the lunch lady and. Walk out with a flame no, you, plane. Uh, you know what's a sure way to do it? Just uh, like whisper to a kid to come over, give him oh, some yeah. money. Yeah. That's and then, already yeah, starts. That'll uh, work. Hey, little Timmy, go get Uncle Sam a flame plane. Do I know any? Actually, just, no. Just tell them. If they ask you what I want, just tell them I was asking for a flame and plane. It plane. just <laughs> occurred to me. It just occurred to me. My brother-in-law's little brother is a student at the school. You've got an inside I've man. I've got a man on the inside now, people. Fucking Anthony. Yeah. I'm going to get Anthony to sort that out for me. This grilled chicken. Flame planes. Worst things that you could get are those cafeterias or canteens at school. Mm, Like pizzas, nuggets. I I don't know if this is showing my age a little bit or it's just coming from a small hick town as well. But back in in peak lunch lunch order heyday, prior to going into high school, so let's say from year three to year six, I could get for $3.50 a hot dog or a pie with sauce, Three chicken nuggets, a can of Coke, and a small packet of chips, or a chomp bar for like $3.50. Oh, chomp. Yeah. That was my usual, it would be like a Friday lunch order thing. No, yeah. mine was always um, sausage roll sauce. And now, that shit will cost you $9.50, then mm. some. And then some, yeah. Like, I, I um, helped my, my younger sisters a, a few months back doing their lunch order. I think their lunch order came to about eight bucks. What? Jesus. It's bullshit. Inflation, son. My niece's. Primary school doesn't have a canteen anymore. They have a company externally where the mums will go online. Like a cater a catering company or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Are they good meals though? Probably all light and easies or some bullshit. Probably. Yeah. 
wouldn't surprise me something like that. I remember when they took soft drink off the menu at our at our tuck shop, and that was heartbreaking. No, they set off for juice and milk. That was uh, that was dark days. We got no, we had natural mineral water, like the flavored stuff. That was good. I like the mango and passion fruit deep springs. Lemon and lime. Mm. Mm -mm. Mm. So this is the Hungry Games podcast, and this is the game of the year episode. Yeah, you can enjoy before we go into all of that wonder. Eighty nine. More episodes like this over the break. I really want to stress that. We have quite the journey Ooh, yeah. over that two-year period. From where we started in our humble beginnings, talking shop about, uh, what were we talking about? Like games imitating violence or mm. violence. <clears throat> I remember We were hitting heavy topics. I remember we also <laughs> opened our first few episodes with like a, a random thing. little question slash like throwaway before the intro started. Remember it was like, hottest woman in video like hottest video game character and we sort of went around and then oh we yeah started. I, I, forgot I about wasn't that. there for that one nah, that was the nah. very first episode we it were was really dumpster fire yeah we were really um burning through some ideas clan or sham <laughs> i wanted to try and bring that back for this episode but i couldn't get it organized <laughs> clan or sham. did you ever play clan or sham no i wasn't around for that clan thing. or sham was the shittest little mini game it put us on the map all right it put us on the map <laughs> we'll bring it back for the hundred yeah LA, you'll uh, you'll see what it's all about I was um, gonna tie it into listened, Destiny I Clan before or before I appeared. I know. Oh, this anyway, mm. listen to it if you haven't already and mm. um you can wait in anticipation. Probably Maybe let us know what your favorite episodes are. Mm. I think uh if we start mid jam we're probably mid April will be the hundredth episode. Yeah. Yeah. So March. Mid March or mid April. Ten episodes, yeah, about yeah. March. Well, stay tuned for that. Mm. The hundred, the ton, the century. What's the what's the Roman numeral for a hundred? Um, is it M? Yes. Or is it C? No, it's C, C, right? C, yeah, probably C. Century. Makes sense. Yeah. Logic of sound. <laughs> anyway, what have you guys been doing this week? What have you been playing? Tell me, tell me what's been uh, in your hands, gaming wise. So I um, woke up yesterday and the new Hearthstone content dropped, uh, the Kobolds and Catacombs expansion, and. I've been through enough of these expansions with you motherfuckers for you to get the gist of it. There are new cards and the meta changes a little bit and so on and so forth. But this is actually one of the greatest solo content um, expansions I've ever played. It's fantastic. They've got this new game mode. Um, It's sort of like an adventure where you play through a series of eight um, battles against AI. And in each of those matches, the AI you're versing has like a crazy deck mechanic that their whole deck's built around and like unique hero powers. But what's really cool about this is that you start off with 10 cards uh, and the first match is like super easy. And then at the end of each match, you're given options for three additional cards you'd like to add to your deck that are built around a specific deck type of their own. And they're completely random. There are additional buffs you can get to sort of um, make your deck even crazier so you can like get double battle cries or double death rattles you can double your health uh permanent stealth all sorts of things that are just sort of bonuses applied to your deck as you go through these series of battles these series of matches i'm having so much fun with it like (coughs) would you say it's a game changer uh it's certainly changing my opinion of blizzard and their delivery of content in hearthstone um it's it's really fun it's got so much replayability even within like the same class because you can play it so many different ways 
it's hard. It's super challenging. You can't actually just breeze through the eight battles. You'll get cut down halfway sometimes. Sometimes the cards you get aren't great. I've only cleared it with one class, um, Priest, at the moment. But if you clear it with all nine, you get a special card back. That's the reward. Which I thought was like, at first, I was <coughs> it's like... A bit it's, meh. It is a bit it's meh. It's status. It's, it's the... When you, when you roll it out Merkin Dogs and they see that card back, yeah. they're like, oh, this guy knows what's up. It's a little bit of skin, but also uh, it's entirely free is the other thing. Like I'm The not, new expansion? The expansion itself, the cards are obviously, you've got to buy the packs yeah. or win or the packs that to get the actual yeah. cards. But the solo content's entirely free. It's available to everyone. And for free solo content, I'm like blown away. I think mm. it is so fun. It's a great way for less experienced players to actually have fun with experimenting with decks um, without getting absolutely blown away by people. You get access to cards you don't actually own. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And again, it's challenging. Do it's, you think they made this free off the whole microtransaction backlash that's doing the rounds? Obviously, they haven't copped any directly, well, but do you think they went, let's do like a sign of good faith here or show of good faith um, and release this to the market with no dollar attached i don't think so only because the like the real core of the game is the competitive play and the packs and the packs still cost x amount of dollars each um and depending on where you are in the world it's like more expensive Mm. so on and so forth but Mm. um i think that any sort of microtransaction-y thing will actually look at ccgs more than any other game because they're the worst oh, yeah. offenders like by far 100 percent. um they're the lords of and the they get the free box. pass yeah because it's the way all collectible card games have worked mm. throughout time just ask wizards of the coast been making a mint off of magic for so long mm-hmm. um yeah it's really good i can't recommend this enough to anyone i really think if you've ever played hearthstone and put it down or if you actively play it but i don't know you just Eh, and you're not sure if you want to get into this expansion, you should absolutely try this. Well, it's free. It's so you much can't, fun. You can't do better than free. Yeah. Can't do better than free. Is, is there a no specific card that you love that has now sort of been changed with the meta or like taken out of out of gameplay? No, I haven't uh, looked at the full card list. Uh, to be honest, I wasn't really expecting this. I wasn't expecting to be having this much fun with it, um, the new content. So you thought it was almost just going to be throwaway? I haven't put any money into the last two expansions. I've literally only got cards that I've earned through like in-game currency. And I'm kind of happy with the way that's rolling. So I was going to do that with this, and I was going to casually play it as a bit of a snap game or perhaps on the way to work. That's games while pooing. Games while pooing. For Hashtag, those just listening today. Snap game. snap game. It's another one from the first 10 eps i think mm-hmm. that you coined um yeah dude it's it's cool the cards are a lot of fun the the kind of things that are changing in this um expansion is that you have like a new feature for recruiting um where you can like pull minions out of your deck and just drop them on the field uh that every class has a weapon now like a legendary weapon that does something unique and then the oozes so those oozes that destroyed weapons city goose was the only one now they've got like a whole bunch um, because weapons are more um, in the meta and in place. So I'd like them to try and get a approval from, I don't know if Warner Brothers owns the rights to Ghostbusters, but get Slimer as a special card as one of the oozes. That would make my day. They have one. They've got a character. They have such obscure references. They had a character called Russell the Brand that I was facing the other day. <clears throat> and I was wondering why. <laughs> I don't understand the connection or why they'd even fucking bother for that. Mm. Like, I don't know if he plays the game, but maybe he does. 
Maybe, maybe, he does, maybe used yeah. a, a physical Hearthstone card to rack up a line of coke one day, and they're like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna give is you a nod. Oh, yeah. <coughs> he's clean now. Yeah, he's <laughs> clean and serene, and he's absolutely making a mozza off of that too. He was on Bill Maher the other day, uh, sort of flagging or flying that you know sober flag. Mm. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Been playing anything else? Uh just the the usuals. Uh, wow. Tekken, Tekken Seven. No, wow. I've played Wow in ages. Good man. You keep dropping that in there every week. Just. Um, Keeping tabs on me, I guess. Oh, yeah. Trying to make yeah. sure. It's like your parole officer. Mm-hmm. I'm still certainly getting fucking debited for it, actually. I've got to stop that subscription. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that and then also maybe a little bit of research for Game of the Year stuff that we're about to cover. Nice. Yeah. Miss Hart? Um, I decided to jump into some GTA Online Ooh. on the PlayStation. Um, so good. Yeah, it's so good. Like... I have so much time sometimes in between when I play and the second I jump into it, it's already chaos and I'm already like, I fucking love this game. There's no sense. You just go around, do either missions or just, you know, screw around with your friends and the shit that you can get up to, like um, preparing for, I think, was it called Doomsday, the new expansion that they're going to be doing? Um, So I thought I'll get back into GTA, get ready for it um, and do a little little side missions and stuff. And now they have like, you, you can have bunkers and like movable... Like, like it's like you have your HQ in a friggin' truck. Like a mobile HQ. Yeah, and you, you can actually sit in the back. Someone drives it, and then you just appear in a new location. I don't know. I'm always really surprised about all the stuff that they add on to GTA. There's like, so much depth. Yeah, mm. and if this game's been around for ages now, and it's still, like, still booming, still making money. It's ridiculous. It's it's constantly in the top 10, top 10 sales charts on, like, pretty well every platform month after month. Like, it's... The money that Rockstar has been making off this game, not only just from the, the physical game sale itself, but then the, the microtransaction element in the GT Online aspect. It's mm. just ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> like, good on them. Because they support and they service this game as yeah. evidenced by yet more DLC for it. Yeah, but great DLC. Like, yeah, and not shit DLC. DLC. Yeah. Like, and, like, all different game modes that they've brought in and everything. And they're always, like, fun and unique and really freshens it up. And, mm. and then, you know, new new like vehicles new clothes and all that sort of shit like i'm always buying shit because women be shopping um women be shopping women be shopping but am i right thing- guys <laughs> am i right um but the other thing i do is try my best to have the most ugliest cars like Why? the ugliest i don't know i spend a lot of money to buy like make ugly cars really? i had a wagon and it looked like a poo it was so great <laughs> it looked like a poo oh except for i made it pink underneath <laughs> oh because nice. why not pink like P- pink, pink lights, turd. LED, Neon LED turd. Yeah, yeah, right. like leaving a pink streak, I like, guess, on the so street. That's so crazy. I, you know, turd. I didn't play enough GTA Five. I think. I got the game really late. Like, I certainly didn't get it at the time. And the online bits that I've played, um, I've only done, like, a couple of heists. I think it's definitely a game that you just want to, like, screw around with your friends. Like, if you just... Oh, you, yeah. you don't want any structure. You don't want any story. You just want to just get online, shoot people, drive around, just get up to no good. But it's perfect. It's like, it's so perfect, perfect for it. Um, you know, unorganized chaos. Uh, speaking of that, uh, Destiny Two. I've also been playing. Um, <clears throat> a lot of fist pumping in the room going right now. That's it. Yeah, so experiencing that new DLC. Um, that actually installed pretty quickly for me. Yeah, like um, when I purchased it, it said thirty-eight gig, 
but I, the, I'm assuming that took in also the purchase or the download of the game mm. itself because it was like six gig it was in total. Six gig, I think. Yeah, six gig download, which was good for me because mm. I have potato internet, so mm-hmm. that could have taken a week. Mashed potato internet. So yeah, is it the Trials worst. of Osiris? Best kind. Trial, is that the name of the DLC? It's Trials. Curse of Osiris. Curse, Curse of Osiris. Osiris. Yeah. So I don't know. Are we are we dropping some hot takes on this? I, one? I think so. Okay. I think so. For me personally, um, the story is very short. Didn't really less than two hours. Didn't yeah, like I, so, I heard someone did or it in about like an two hour. hours. Yeah, I heard like, someone did it in an hour or so. But um, also yeah, we, story didn't pique my interest. Didn't really yeah, grab me. Um, I didn't really. Th- yeah. There wasn't much did weight it feel held or loved by the nar- no. the narrative. No, like like you see Osiris, who's one of the original vanguard that's been banished. He was the first vanguard to ever be banished from from the tower. Um, he he trained uh, Ikora. He trained Ikora Reyes because he's he's like some Spaniard of descent. Um, he, he's got a great accent. Looks like a boss. Like the opening cutscene when they introduce him heavily, and he's just merkin dogs, as as someone I know would say. Um, he's just line. this gangster warlock throwing swords and what have you, uh, and then he sends his ghost into into the future slash time because we're in like this parallel mm. universe where there's seven million timelines and you can go back and replay certain things to change the current state of play and all well, that. So start, is he in the vault of glass? Is that where he first appears? Is that yeah, the vault of glass, and then it, we end up in the bloody in the forest um, where you're constantly going back to the forest where mm. you where you find your your new. Um, sort of uh destiny abilities through the main campaign you're constantly going through this pink floyd the wall album cover <laughs> to do all your missions over and over and over like it's beautiful it, it looks good that that part looks good yeah. and i really love when you go way back in time to sort of the origins of the vex and you mm. sort of start you fight these evolutions of vex where they're real it's kind of primitive cute, yeah. to start with and they're when, not pointy they're round yeah the, one um, environment where you're on like the african plane no man's sky yeah we don't want to talk about that game. But um, the trees, the, the big reddy purple mm. trees, I looked up at them and they're actually the sh- sort of similar shape to the Vex heads back then where they're that sort of um, sort of sh- half concave shape with the with the little spire oh, sort of poking I through. I didn't actually um, make that connection. And it's gorgeous. Like those those environments, especially on PC, were phenomenal. Like, I've um, got to also though express that I didn't feel like there was much cur- like much uniqueness, and I don't know if it's because we were like just traveling through time of past that they couldn't alter it mm. too much. But I just didn't feel like it was crazy unique. Nothing really like way out there apart Definitely. from No Man's Sky. Yeah. And and the same one thing that was a gripe for me was um, the fallen somehow found their way in there. You get a splash of Taken near the end as well. Mm. Um, Yet, how are all these other races in this time, like in these timelines or in this planet? Like, is this free DLC? No, no, it's, oh, it's Lord, part yeah. of. It's, I think it's you have it's, to I buy it in the pack, right? Front too, right? <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's fifty bucks. Uh, that's for the both of the expansions. Yeah. So there's another one coming. So if you wanted, well, in Australia, if you wanted just the one DLC, that was going to cost you about thirty, I think. Yeah, but like obviously, it's it's increased the the physical level cap from twenty to twenty five. You, you do that in the run easy mm. um, and then your light level goes to 330 so from 305 to 330 or your gear level now mm. yeah um, to 330 I've I've jumped from I think 282 to 310 in the time I've played uh, from from gear and just a bit of grind yeah I think I was like 230 at one stage and now I'm like already sitting at like 270 maybe yeah, and this more. is all your PC characters yeah, yeah correct yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Um, um, but it looks good some of the exotics are pretty gangster yeah um, I, I actually well, accidentally, because I didn't really read into it more. So there's 
uh, you get a set of gauntlets for every class, like for whatever your class is at the end of the main quest line. And the damage ability stack if you're in the vicinity of other party members using these, and then these like blue neon spikes come out when you're close. Um, there is, I love <clears> their reactive nature. Just mm. like as you guys were, oh, uh, yeah, you guys were testing it out the other night, and you guys like walking closer and back and closer, and then you watch them go up, down, up, down, yeah. like retract and then come out. It's like really weird. Yeah, kind of. <clears throat> I'm kind of getting a bit jealous. I feel like I need to jump in on this one. It's, it's good fun. The, the one, my biggest gripe, since, and they've since changed that overnight with Zer. There's a random drop oh, exotic God. called the Prometheus, oh, Prometheus Eye or Prometheus something or rather the last word i can't remember but it's it's like a laser rail gun that is so fucking op like in crucible you're dead within a second like, yeah, you, like you the- cannot win a firefight against anybody if they've got like if you're firing at the exact same time you're wiped and he's at half health. doesn't the max. damage scale <clears throat> in crucible nah like it's 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 balanced so if i'm lower level he's higher level or vice versa same damage output but yeah. this gun just fires at such a rate that it just melts. It just melts you. Yeah, like, right. like I turned a corner and I was dead. Like, yeah. It was so frustrating the other day. I think we, we went rolling. against a team that had one of those in a miter as well. Mm. So it was just fucking cheap. So they did change it? No, what they've done, and, and it was a bit trolly actually, Bungie have dropped this in for the Zer um, pickups this week. And then they did a, a, a tweet to accompany it and they were like, yes, we know the gun's OP. I'm completely butchering this. Um, but yes, we know the gun's OP. We're going to deal with that. But you think we'd ignore this, so now they've given the gun to everybody. Yeah. So now everyone's going to be bloody cursing to high hell in the crucible with this I, I, thing. What a Prometheus away. That's what it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> blank away to cover the issue. It's just like, uh, yeah, we can't fix mm. it, so everybody gets, gets it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Enjoy the crucible. Have fun. Yeah. See you later, guys. Like, it's, it's frustrating. It it's was. frustrating. It like, was. I don't know how many profanities have dropped the other Oh, night. my lordy. But um, it's great. Like, it is a bit overpriced what you get out of it. Oh, for the actual DLC, yes, a hundred percent. I am a little disappointed. I, I honestly feel like I'm I'm paying for a, was it two new maps on PvP? Two new maps on the Crucible. Um, obviously the new planet. So you got Mercury. Uh, the the environment's great. It's like this sort of Stargatey. Ah, uh, I get um, the Stargate vibe. Egyptian vibe to it, which is pretty cool. I just cool. felt like they could have done more with it. They could have gotten a bit more exuberant, more extravagant. Yeah. But yeah, and and then after you finish the main quest line, you get three new adventures, and then yeah. you finish them, and then you can go back and do those three as heroic. So that's all it is. So it's not massively deep. Mm. Um, there's obviously new public events to do as well. I tackled one of the public events where. You're like teleporting across the map. And you're bouncing back yeah, into like two, two tower kind of areas. Yeah, yeah that, that was pretty too fun. bad. No idea how to how to escalate it to a hero, um, a heroic event. I was trying to work it out and I had no idea. Yeah. But um, it's cool. It's it's sort of certainly scratching that I mean, continuous we're still, destiny we're still going to play it. We're still playing it. We're still going to grind for the new gear and everything. But is it game of the year? Destiny is my question. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> but it's um, one of the time sinks of the year, if you want to call it that. Like it's one of those pick up and play whenever you need to kill a bit of time games. It's oh, yeah. There. Easy. Easy. It's pick up it up. There. Play a few matches. Drop. Yeah. Easy. Mm. So I've been playing Destiny 2 as well, if you couldn't couldn't grasp that from this last <laughs> bit of conversation. Um, and annoyingly, I was hoping to be talking about Horizon Zero Dawn Frozen Wilds this week. But stupid me, because I have two accounts on my PlayStation 4, um, the review copy I got was on my attached to my Australian account. And I bought the DLC off the US account. And because they can't intercommunicate and link together due to whatever in the back end, I had to rebuy 
the DLC on, on the account to marry it all up again. So I had to download this thing twice. Um, obviously, I've cancelled my internet here because I'm moving house. So I've tethered the old old work phone twice, chomped chomp through 17 gig worth of data to get oh. this thing. Um, and I still haven't touched it. So Buddy. I, I will eventually because I really <laughs> want to play it. Like All I wanted to do um, day before yesterday was smash through some of this to talk about it. And then this download debacle happened. And then Curse of Osiris dropped, so I shifted my time to Destiny Two. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna come for you, Frozen Wilds, and I know it's gonna be great, but sadly I'm not there yet. And it makes me sad. You'll get there one day, mate. One day, one day. Me and Aloy will be traversing that Frozen Wild, taking down mechanical dinosaurs, living but that good life. Just right now, you're very snowed under. I am. I'm snowed in. Send help. I need one of those St. Bernards right. to come with sort of the, the little... Like a dog sled with the thing. Do- with the whiskey around their neck that they carry as well in their little, little neck pouch. The St. Bernards that do that. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Obviously, because you're really cold, they've got whiskey or scotch or whatever warming alcohol in there. So when they find you, you know, you can have you that so it's going to warm your body temperature up and stuff. That's the thing. <clears throat> that sounds amazing. I didn't know that happened. Really? I yeah, dude. If I had a dog that was bringing me scotch, fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's he doesn't. He doesn't. You know, refill it himself. Dream. Like you'll have to look after that. That's fine. We can I, sort I might, that out tomorrow. The dog's bringing me scotch today. I'm, I'm going to start training Chester. I'll put a little, <laughs> little snifter of scotch around his neck and see if I can get him to yeah. bring it. Just put a cart. <clears throat> yeah. So that's what we've been doing. Should we? Before we jump into our our official awards, maybe briefly recap on some of the winners from the 2017 Game Awards. Yes, hot off the presses. Hot off the presses. Streamed all over the internets yesterday. Uh, for those that didn't watch it and want to get an idea on some of the winners, uh, the, the big one, obviously, Game of the Year, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild took that one out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what did you think of that? Um, I thought that was going to happen. Definitely. Yeah, I I never really um. Actually, no. Let's not let's not do the discussion bit here. Let's do the discussion <coughs> bit later because we're obviously covering the same thing. Yeah, so okay. I'll, I'll just rattle off some more. Um, Persona Five won Best RPG. Yes. Faker won Best Esports Player. Forza Motorsport Seven Best Sports Slash Racing Game. So that took it out over FIFA, uh, Gran Turismo Sport, Madden, and the like. Uh, Melissa Jurgens took out best performance. She was the the mocap character in Hellblade's newest sacrifice. Very earned. Overwatch best esports game. <laughs> yeah, uh, best ongoing game as well. I think. Correct, correct. Yeah, Near Automata best score slash soundtrack. It's a great soundtrack. Best action slash adventure. Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Best studio slash game direction. Nintendo. Um, it's the same. Hang on, there's there's two of that. Anyway, I'll cut that. Cuphead out. got best <clears> indie. <throat> Yeah, Last of Us Part 2, most anticipated. Best family game, Mario Odyssey. Best VR game, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Hell yeah. yeah. This one probably the, ruffled your feathers. Injustice 2, best fighting game. Yeah. Uh, little bit. I don't know, dude. It kind of surprised me a lot. I don't think there's... Oh, fuck, what do I know? No, there's actually a lot of people who play the game. <laughs> I've never actually played it, so I don't know. Were they contenders? They were obviously contenders because the field mm. wouldn't be so vast. <clears throat> yeah, to be that, there'd be Marvel. There'd well, be there Justice. was three, yeah. There Ooh, was that. That, that gem. Oh, yeah. But those are huge. Like, those are all huge titles. Injustice yeah. to... Like, these games don't come out every year. Fighting games don't come out every year. So to have Apart Injustice, from WWE NBC, 2K series. Was that... <laughs> what else was nominated? <laughs> I don't... I don't know. <sighs> 
Anyway, Tekken 7 definitely my favorite fighting game of the year. Best independent game, Cuphead. Words. Wolfenstein wins best action game. Cool. Cuphead wins best art direction. Good. What Remains of Edith Finch wins best narrative. Uh, hang mm. on, I'm going to stop it. Everyone's raving about this. I've yeah. downloaded this and I still haven't played it. I downloaded it, I think, off the back of a recommendation from our boy Sammy Deej. Yes. Okay. I've downloaded it, but I haven't played it yet. It's I really want to give it a go. It's on Twitter sphere, so I'm going to have to look at it. Mm. He's got good taste too. Best debut indie game, Cuphead. So Studio MDHR, crushing it. So that category as well uh, had Hollow Knight and Team Cherry mm, Which nominated. is lovely to see. Yeah, lovely which, to see. Um, hard to beat Cuphead. Yeah. Jeez. Best strategy game, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Best mobile game, Monument Valley 2. Good game. Best audio design, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Completely backed that 100%. Games for Impact Award, also Hellblade Senua's yeah. Sacrifice. Uh, best esports team, Cloud9. Best handheld game, Metroid Samus Returns. And best student game is Level Squared, and that's actually done by an Australian company as well. So it's nice to see the Australians not only getting some recognition, but taking out some of these uh, these big industry awards. Mm. That's awesome. Mm. Relatively all right with the outcome of this uh, this game awards. One thing they're all kind of safe. Yeah, they're all safe really safe. Safe is a really good way of describing yeah. it. I don't want to don't want to sound too biased, but it was surprising to me that Horizon won nothing. Yeah, not one award. <laughs> <clears throat> not one didn't it yeah no not a single <clears throat> nod mm. wow. nominated for I think seven categories but didn't win a single thing yeah which you know is that because it's not necessarily a great game <gasps> who knows <laughs> let's talk about it let's talk about it later <laughs> two quick little apart from we won't deep dive onto the, the latest eight minute Death Stranding supercut trailer uh, because that's that's a story that could go for hours trying to unpack that fucker but two other bits of news that came out, which are pretty fantastic. So, Sea of Thieves, uh, Sea of Thieves, is uh, releasing obviously exclusively on Xbox One and Windows Ten uh, on March twentieth. I need to play that. So next year, March twentieth. So it's only a few months away, which is exciting because it's it's one of the big tentpole titles for uh, Microsoft. Well, Benny from Eight Bit, he's played the um, the beta, beta servers or whatever, yeah. and um, he he loves it. He said it was so yeah. much fun. I've got it. I just have only played it twice on the beta servers, and it's fucking. <clears throat> get on that we need to get everyone together big sea shanties and all that and just mm. pillage and plunder together get drunk okay and the other one um obviously soul Calibur 6 was announced it's mm. coming out as well and the other one uh nintendo switch getting bayonetta 3 as an exclusive i've never played a bayonetta it's pretty much devil may cry with with a, a buxom lass with glasses yeah. on if it's you want to describe it bayonetta was, devil may cry with tits bayonetta 1 was like fantastic i loved it yeah. so and, and, much and bayonetta 2 was an exclusive to the nintendo switch and um on february 18th you can get bayonetta nintendo 1 and 2 wii. yeah nintendo wii sorry yeah. but um on uh february 18th of 2018 you'll be able to pick up bayonetta 1 and 2 getting a collection pack on the Nintendo Switch. Well, maybe I'll have to do that. One is on cartridge, I, I and then really you've got like the it. download really? key for the other. So, just, so that was big. Is yeah. it Bayonetta that she's got guns in her heels yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah. See, I saw that and just she's went, a witch. no, thank she's you. She's a witch. She's a witch. Yeah, and uh, her everything is her hair. What? And she has demons. It's hard to explain. Just trust me. I think you'll really <laughs> like it. Um, Gun shoes, demons, everything's a hair. Mm. Sold. Yeah. Great game though, good fun. Like I'm assuming, so. Like, you know, if, if you love that frenetic combat um, of of the Devil May Cry series, you love Bayonetta. Hmm. It's it's 
they're very much one for one as far as play style and, and, give it a look. and, and stuff like that. Um, All right, so should we move into our uh, 8-Bit slash Hungry Gamer Awards for 2017? Let's do it. Okay, rolling off with the first category. Indie Darling of the Year. We want to showcase some of that indie flavor doing the rounds. Um, I'll read the top four, and then also I'll also mention some of the other games that received some votes in this category as well. So coming in at in fourth place with 8% of the vote by Sidebar Games, Australian studio based out of Queensland, Golf Story. Nintendo Switch exclusive, great little, uh, great little RPG mm. on there. Another Australian uh, company coming in with 9% of the vote, made by Team Cherry down in uh, South Australia, Woo! Hollow Knight, which is a fucking phenomenal game. Yeah. Phenomenal game. Uh, coming in in second place, grabbing 18% of the vote, Ninja Theory's Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, mm-hmm. justified to be up there. 100%. And the winner, running away with 29% of the vote by Studio MDHR, Microsoft exclusive Cuphead. It was going to be a tough year, especially with those top two contenders. Like high mm. quality, fantastic games, mm. great gameplay, mm. great art design as indie games. Like yeah. that, that was going to be hard. Yeah, I'll quickly, before we sort of dive in a bit more on Cuphead in a little bit more detail, I'll also mention some of the other games that received votes here of note. Ruiner, Nidhogg 2, Echo, Pyre, Paradigm, Divinity Original Sin 2, Brief Battles, The Sexy Brutal, Death Squared, Thimbleweed Park, Serial Cleaner, Disc Jam, Projection, and SteamWorld Dig 2. Mm. So massive, massive slate of titles there. Uh, a lot of Australian flavor, like Death Squared's another Aussie game there. Um, Paradigm's another Aussie game. So it's great to see uh, these guys getting recollection from not only listeners here in Australia, but also around the world, giving these guys some love. Yeah. So my, my indie darling of the year... I'm I'm resting my cap on Hellblade for uh for this award. That's who I would have given it to. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the surprises, well, fuck, one one of my surprises um, of the year. I I, I think it's everyone's surprise. Yeah, I yeah. I like a, I <clears> think when that nowhere. first came out, I said I didn't haven't heard <clears throat> a ax- whisper yeah. of information about this game. It came out and it was just like boom. Yeah, it was instant. Yeah, like I caught a couple of dev diaries leading up to it. And I watched a few of them on YouTube, especially the one where they're showing how they're doing the 3D audio components of it, mm-hmm. where they've got people walking around the mic and, and sort of talking from different depths in and away from around the mic. And when mm-hmm. you're playing this with the headphones on, it is so immersive and it's so dread-inducing at times. Um, mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. What What do you think should uh, also get some recognition? What would you give as, as the Indie Game of the Year, Dream? Um, it's a little... I think it's really tough. Um Cuphead, I, I don't know. I don't think it should necessarily be Cuphead. Um, I thought it was just... I thought Cuphead. You thought Cuphead? Yeah. <clears throat> I just I thought that Cuphead started off as just like an, I, well, an idea concept and then it was like everyone got behind it so much. A community got behind it so much that they said, all right, you know what? Scratch it. Let's make it bigger, better. <clears throat> yeah, they executed it. Was just, it was just bat- uh, boss battles yeah. over and over. And, over. and yeah. then they, they pushed it out and they did amazing. It was received really well. It wasn't a easy game. It was a difficult game. It was a nod to the past Notorious with elements it, yeah. of the future. And it was great. The style was amazing. The music <clears throat> was great. I, yeah. I thought it did really well. I, I don't know that I have like a firm answer for this category. Uh, it's, if, like I said, it's really hard. If you've got to absolutely push me um 
the one I enjoyed the most was, in fact, Hollow Knight. And I don't say that because they are uh, an Aussie outfit and you got to support local. Um, it really surprised me, that game. Uh, mm. It's beautiful. The sound design's really wonderful. The art uh, style, like it's, you know, it's kind of anime. It's like right up my alley. Mm. Um, but the way it plays, uh, rolling around as, you know, title character, um, bouncing around between these bugs in this sort of cavernous world um, full of insect warriors uh, is cool. It's so cool. And it's not an easy game and it absolutely needs um, like attention. It needs full focus and attention. I was um, like maybe 30, 40 minutes in before I realized that I don't even have a goddamn map. Um, or oh, sorry, no, I do have a map, but I don't have like a, a reference on the map mm. for where I actually am. So you've got to really kind of look around and, and, and work out where you are. The battles were tough, um, but the combat was like crisp. You know what I mean? Um, mm. It didn't feel like anything was terribly spammable. It just felt like a really well-polished game. And, and I was very really unique design. I love the design. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I would take my hat off and say that that game is my mm. indie darling of the year same uh, as a lot of others yeah, yeah. it's that the acclaim it's gotten not only just from sort of local media outlets but global media outlets and big content creators picking this game up and doing let's plays and hands-ons and reviews on it it's great to see that get that kind of exposure i think it's a three-man team at team cherry it is a small team. I think you could be right. It's yeah. yeah. It's it's a very small, tight, tight knit group of people down there, but they fucking delivered in a big way. Knocks it out of the park. So you think Cuphead's do you alley? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I like. I don't get me wrong. It's a totally fresh concept. I'll I think because we think- got a lot of time for it to marinate. Mm-hmm. I think it maybe lost a little bit of that initial, um, you know, luster. But they've, it's still, they've they've almost created, especially for that that genre. It is almost a perfect game. Like everything, the, the just the love in that game, mm. just the little attention to detail, like the original soundtrack they've put together, the art style, trying to show the age in it where they've got you know crackly cut scenes and little tears in the screen yeah. and, and sort of resolution drops and stuff like that. And just, it, yeah. it little goes, things like that, the little nods. It goes back to like games of the past that like play, like that I grew up with in the sense of it not being forgiving of like it's like you have to reach a checkpoint because if you don't and you die back to the beginning yeah. like like I don't know. I just mm. like I think that's why it melted so much to me like growing up with like Sonic and all those games mm-hmm. with no save points. Get it right, do it right too bad so sad and i love i love as well it was a small team family family run team um studio mdhr smacked it Mm. um and it was it was worrying because this game got announced years back as you said and they completely went back to the drawing board with it and fleshed it out might have been 2014 2015. i think it was 2015 dude and it was just in purgatory for for forever Mm. and and then it just came out critical acclaim um sold a lot of units it's Mm. great it's great So moving on to the next category in the Hungry Awards. Underdog of the Year. I've got five. Actually, sorry, my maths is terrible. I've got six six main ones that sort of took up the majority of the vote that we'll talk about. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then also mentioned the other other games that got a little bit of a look into. So coming in in sixth place, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, uh, grabbing 3% of the vote uh, for Underdog slash Surprise of the Year. Um, and just wanted to put a little line in here from Benny Apeid. He mentioned 
PUBG is my vote, although technically not out yet. It's it's rise um, has been really surprising compared to what I played in March. Can I plant a flag really quickly where everyone can see it? Yep. No one's going to be talking about PUBG in the Game of the Year Awards in 2018. So I think it's totally fair to be talking about it now because come then, <clears throat> um, I don't think it'll actually get any nods out of where it's been. It, it'll be year. winning like that continuous award equivalent. Yeah, sure, like exactly. Like, it's, it's, it's a juggernaut. It's firmly, it's firmly yeah, I, out in the yeah, market. Maybe not the esports. I, I, I agree that it should be um, up to be nominated for a Game of the Year award this year. Yeah. Well, it's it's happened. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's doing it. Yeah. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah. Um, a game of 2017 and not 2018. Okay, so coming in in fifth place with uh, 4% of the vote, the Nintendo Switch, underdog surprise of the year. That's actually very valid. I very like valid. That. Yeah. Very valid. Uh, 5% of the vote, South Park, The Fractured Butthole, done by Ubisoft. Another Ubisoft title coming with 9% of the vote, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Oh. Tying in second place with 9% of the vote, Cuphead. That's cool. Shooter MDHR with 9%. And winning the underdog slash surprise of the year, Hellblade's newest sacrifice by Ninja Theory, taking out that 13% of the vote. Mm. Yeah, that was my choice. Just like, as I mentioned before, like... I wasn't even aware of this game. I didn't know it was coming out. I hadn't heard a whisper yeah. of it. And then when it did, I'm just like, how How did I not know about this? Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much, like, AAA games that are being smashed in my face. Like, and they turn out to be the dog shit or not that great. And then there's this amazing gem that mm-hmm. just, like, sneaks up out of nowhere. And just, yeah. it's, it's beautiful and creative and yeah. just different <clears throat> uh, i'm so glad that it's also gotten the recognition in the, the game awards that it did 100 so. percent. like it's it's one of the best looking games on the playstation 4 and it's from a small team came out of nowhere no no big media train behind huh? this thing you know no marketing you, you didn't see this on billboards everywhere and buses it's just the power it of the just people. released digitally only mm. and it just sold reviewed well and played great like who'd have thunk mm. if you make a good game and you don't have marketing, it still might sell well because people like it yeah. and say good things about it. Yeah. So other games receiving votes in the underdog slash surprise of the year award, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, uh, Resident Evil 7, Golf Story, Life is Strange Before the Storm, Get Even, Divinity Original Sin 2, Uncharted The Lost Legacy, Pyre, The Sexy Brutal, Destiny 2 got a look in there, Call of Duty World War 2 got a look in there, Mass Effect Andromeda, Got some nods. Call of Duty got in there. Shout out to those people voting for Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, I would not put it as a surprise of the year. Uh, And everybody's golf. I mean, mean, I'm sure it surprised Andromeda did surprise people. (laughs) Like all the wrong ways. What's going on? Yeah. So, so I I would um, give this award to PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. Mm -hmm. That game just keeps on growing. Like we talked about the, the, the ginormous success of GTA V and GTA Online. This game is a unicorn. This is a once-in-a-generation type of hype behind a game. 20-plus million units sold, dropping on the Xbox in literally three days' time. Um, I'm curious to see what kind of trajectory sales-wise this is going to do for the Xbox, if it's going to be a a console mover leading up to Christmas. Um, It's huge. Mm -hmm. Huge game. Fun game. Desert Map obviously got some extensive playthrough. It's available on the public, ser- on the private servers now, or the test servers now. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to give that a go this week. Yeah, it's strangely sort of reminiscent of Minecraft in mm-hmm. a way, yeah. I think, in terms of just the adoption and the complete appeal, the sort of universal appeal yeah. um, that it has. And I agree, it's also my sort of surprise of the year, though I do want to give like a really heartfelt, honorable mention to Nintendo as a whole. Mm-hmm. 
uh, yeah. who I don't think have put a foot wrong this year. They have. Yeah. <coughs> it's literally everything from the Switch to Zelda to Mario to the company opening up its doors to actually work with external developers. Um, everything just seems to be a good move for Nintendo, which is such a welcome change away from what felt like years of um, poor market performance and mm-hmm. bad decision making. And it's great. Like I fucking love so, so, so love um, that they've sort of strengthened their position uh, as just a giant that they are, as opposed to, again, like, you know, we were talking, I think we were talking in early 2016 on this here show. The demise of Nintendo. The demise of Nintendo. Yeah. Um, because of just where they were and everyone, like, this was a make or break console mm. for them, I think. I think yeah. if I this agree. went bust, they would have gone bust. And mm. we would have been looking at, like, a, a very desperate Nintendo um, sort of whoring out IP to other places all of a sudden. But at the moment, it's in total control of everything, but it's still um, sort of moving with um, the gaming world as it is today rather than maybe mm. what they thought would work 10 years ago or 15 years ago. So, yeah, it was, well it, was, done, it was a coin flip for me between PUBG. I had Switch written down for a minute, but then I wanted to, like, I was very torn between the two. See, mine was, you know, that, like, what I chose or PUBG because um, I didn't choose PUBG because the element of surprise where I'm like, well, you know, it was coming off like H1Z1 that was already quite successful. So I'm like, I'm like, eh. it, you know, it had that yeah. chance of doing well. Like, so I was just, I was just, I, you know, that's why I just went with Hellblade. So that's all right. It's a fine choice. Yeah, you don't have to defend yeah. it. Not to me, at least. And, and <laughs> the masses will come for you, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't doubt it. Yeah, I'm, I'm so happy for Nintendo. Like, I, I would just mirror exactly what you just said about it. Like. They've just come out, even though they did that sort of Nintendo Direct event in January, which was a dumpster fire. Since then, it's just been on the up and up and up and up and up. Yeah. Thank God. And it's great to see. Great to see. Okay, moving on to our third category in the Hungry Awards. Best Christmas Gift Idea. I've got the four main contenders and then a slew of other options receiving some votes. So coming in for Best Christmas Geeky Related Gift Idea for 2017 with 4% of the vote, I think it's a little bit tongue-in-cheekness here, but loot boxes slash loot crates. <laughs> but that could also mean it could be um, Loot Crate itself, you know, which is the company you can get I the monthly monthly subscription fee for. I think it is Loot Crate. Mm. And there are a whole bunch of them, though, now. Yeah, yeah, Geek Crate, Loot Crates. Um, there's Loot Socks boxes. I was doing the socks for a while, getting dress socks every month, but then I end up with 7,000 freaking pairs of socks. Sounds like heaven. <laughs> it was a good problem to have for a while. Uh, coming in with 5%, oh, 7% of the vote, sorry. Great maths. Audio Technica headsets slash headphones. <laughs> that is a solid response. Mm-hmm. We are company men and women here. We we stand by this product. It's Absolutely. phenomenal. Uh, bought first, sponsored second. Yeah. Yep. That's how it worked for yep. us. And we bleed we Japanese AT. That's it. Mm. So uh, coming in with 15% of the vote, the SNES Classic Mini... 120 bucks, available everywhere again. No no Christmas shortage this time like the NES Mini last mm-hmm. year. And running away with it with 28% of the vote is the Nintendo Switch. And Travis, no, we aren't going to buy you one as much as you keep trying to say we're going to get you one for Christmas. It's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah. So over a quarter of the vote, the Nintendo Switch. 
Other items receiving votes. 8-bit custom skate decks. Solid choice. Canned unicorn meat. <laughs> Apparently it exists. Chris Vivian, I'd like you to link it to us because it confused me to hell when you when you put this through on the response. Really? Google Home, got a, got a bit of a look. Oh, yeah. Packed Australia 2018 tickets. Jedi Challenges VR, which is the, the um, Lenovo mixed reality headsets they're doing. Geeky Tiki mugs. These are great, by the way. Geeky Tiki mugs. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen them. I need to have a look. Geeky underpants. Diva racing chairs. Mario Plus Rabbids uh, collector's edition. Genji swords and shurikens. Custom switch Joy-Cons. Donkey Kong coffee mugs. A Crash Bandicoot dildo. What? Who is that? Michael Mutz from Reset put that one in. You really? sick bastard. Is it that, well, I'm sure it exists. Mm. Scratch those Wampa fruit if you know what I'm saying. How and you, the last one, One Punch Man Collector's Edition. He completely like, went past the whole point that you know Crash Bandicoot just smashes boxes, but you know, whatever. <gasps> Damn it. Missed opportunity. Uh, this whole thing is blowing my mind right now. I don't think we need to go any further. It's obviously the Crash Bandicoot dildo. <laughs> mm. Obviously. Yeah. As a novelty gift and also as a genuine one. Mm. Sorry. I'm, I'm like... <sighs> Mortal derailed us. Jumping on the... <laughs> Gonna jump on the internet and look for one. What right are you now. doing looking at Crash Bandicoot dildos? How do you stumble across that? Is my question. <laughs> Not sure if it's you a real thing. You don't want to trip over it, do you? <laughs> so uh, the Nintendo Switch, which yes, if you do have that amount of spare change in your pocket to, you know, buy said gift for people, hundred percent do it. It yeah. is awesome. There's going to be some Christmas Switch bundles, obviously doing the rounds. You can do the the Mario Odyssey version of the Switch with the red Joy-Cons with Mario Odyssey, I think for about 420 Puff, puff, pass. Um, as well as a few other options there. It's great that the Switch catalog is growing by the minute. Mm. Um, they released, I think, 15 games on the online store this week alone. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, a lot yeah. of back catalog as well. That's, <laughs> that's why I was... Um, I wrote Steam or... Uh, Nintendo e-gift cards because yeah. there's so much gaming content out there but it's all downloadable mm. so it's like just give me the money so I can get it myself yeah it's it's really nice to see like I remember when the Switch dropped and there was only that small little handful of titles available we were sort of talking about they're literally hedging their bet with Zelda and then say when Mario Kart dropped and there was nothing but now we're just flush yeah. with Switch games yeah it's I expensive like the mix though. too the mix in there is mm. really good as AAA, well AAA little indies the retro Last collection pass, yeah. yeah it's yeah. We, it's, we, we can't say too many like enough good things about Nintendo this year no it's great it's pricey though as a Christmas gift is my only reason why I wouldn't suggest <laughs> yeah we've got some baller baller voters gift. here <laughs> um, what would you recommend as a Christmas gift SNES Classic Mini bro uh that thing is a hit. So I had it on the table in my bedroom and I had a friend who is absolutely not a gamer come in and then look at it, ask me if it is what it was. Like, is that a Super Nintendo? I'm like, yeah, it's this new thing. Explained it to her. And she started kind of sort of nostalgically talking about, oh, do you remember when you had to like get the cartridges and blow the cartridges and you'd have to push the on button in a certain way? And I could just see this sort of joy on her face of like kind of you watched her just back to become her. this little ten year old yeah. child again. And it's exactly how I felt playing it, and it's great. Like you, it's got a lot of two player games, a lot of great games on there. Star Fox One, the unplayed Star Fox Two, of course. It's got um, 
Final Fantasy VI on there. Uh, it's got Donkey Kong Country. It's got Super Mario. It, it's, it's got, got the Who's Who of SNES, yeah. It's great. Oh, Mario Kart, it's like, it's really fun. And I had a lot of fun playing it, I think, for 120 bucks, It's a great little gift for just about anyone who is kind of, I'll say, a product of the 90s or a little earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, product of the 80s. Uh, and even maybe for kids today especially young kids who aren't necessarily as conditioned to like high fidelity graphics because i think it a lot of these games have aged quite I like, badly i like that they've upscaled it at least where it's not going to melt your eyes looking yeah. at this on a, on a hd telly yeah because yeah. i i've played um a nintendo 64 on a hd television and holy shit it hurts yeah, yeah. it really really hurts yeah uh i really think for 120 bucks this is a banger yeah idea. And, and the great thing is Two controllers out of the box. The yeah. control leads are slightly longer than the NES, which is good. It's light. It's portable. You can plug it in using a micro USB cable. Mm-hmm. Uh, power it using a micro USB cable. HDMI into the TV. You're on. If you're one of the few out there still rolling cargo pants or cargo shorts, you could fit this in one of those cargo pockets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Practice. you'd probably be prone to using the SNES as a belt, the controllers as a belt. Oh, yeah. Or that HDMI lead or something like that. Yeah. Not the power because it doesn't come with a power cable. This can power, double. Power, as, um, this can double as a costume, mm. um, or as a getup. SNES man. SNES man. Terrible. Uh, what was that show from the nineties, eighties? You need to really narrow the, the scope. The, 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 no, it's like a SNES way where you had like the little belt buckle that was a controller. Um, it's like uh, a King of Games kind of show. Or I can't remember. Uh, I, I went with Pootie Tang. Remember that Master yeah. Game Master Pootie Tang. I think it was called Nintendo Game Master. <laughs> I'll look it up. Um, that what? and Tekken 7, because <laughs> Tekken 7 is the gift that keeps on giving. It'll make a man out of you. <laughs> Fucking get that game, please. Mm. Uh, sorry, Ali. No, well, I, I, mine was gift cards, like Steam and Switch gift cards, because I'd rather get my own games and stuff. Cause I'm, That's fair. Yeah, it's always, it's always a dice roll when someone's going to buy you a game mm. or, a, or even like a film or clothes, and they don't go over it with you first and ask what you want and they just go I know you like playing video games here's a copy of just gifts in general like probably just Mm -hmm. check with me first before you get me anything maybe not anything at all I am a bit of a Grinch Captain N the Game Masters does this ring a bell for anyone? no No. why does he look like um, Max no Mighty Max Mighty Max yeah but a big version I used to love Mighty Max had so many of those toys it's a production of our um, brethren from across the sea yeah so I I am going to say, obviously, yes, if money is no object, the Switch yeah. would be the go-to 100%. If money's no object, surely <clears throat> money is the greatest gift for Christmas. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's true. Fill a room full of money. But uh, Horizon Zero Dawn uh, Complete Edition, 70 bucks. Game of the year, plus the DLC. Case closed. HCD. <laughs> HZD CD. Uh, or CE. Jesus. I'm great. <laughs> So, uh, moving on to the second last award in the Hungries. Most anticipated game. I've got five that made the shortlist for most anticipated, and then we've also got a few more receiving votes. So, it's a three-way tie for third place with 8% of the vote each. Sea of Thieves, as we got confirmed, March 20th, 2018 dropping. Spider-Man. The next big uh, juggernaut title from uh, Insomniac, obviously Sony or PlayStation 4 exclusive. And another PlayStation 4 exclusive. I'm going to put an asterisk beside this because I think there's no fucking way in hell this is coming out in 2018. The Last of Us 2. 
So they all got 8% of the vote. And then equal first place. Equal first. Equal first place with 24% of the so vote each. So proud of our listeners. And, and I agree wholly and solely on this. So Red Dead Redemption 2 and Detroit Become Human both took out 24% of the vote. Shout out to mm. all the listeners and voters who gave Detroit Become Human a vote. Mm-hmm. I still, like, I'm still surprised because I always felt like I was like flying that flag by myself for like the longest time, but now uh, there's people out yeah. there. There's people who've got your back. The yeah. Open Nation have your back, Alex. News, Thanks, general news outlets don't have Detroit Become Human's back, though. Have you seen that this week? Yeah. Where they're trying, they're petitioning to get this game banned because there's scenes of domestic violence in this game. Uh, which is such a fucking cop out. Banned ban, ban <clears throat> from where? Banned from release. Like, they're trying to say, we don't want this released in Australia. We want this blacklisted. Didn't we get over this with the R18? No, we're straight. <clears throat> yeah. And, and no doubt there's probably similar outcries in other countries, but this is just something that we've seen locally on our shores this week. There's domestic abuse in plenty of other games. There's, like, I, I went on a, a nice little rant about this. Like, they glorify... Game of Thrones is the best one. It is the pinnacle of television these days. It's mm-hmm. on everything you ever turn to, every form of marketing. There's incest, there's rape, there's murder, there's bloody, you know, violence against animals, there's violence against children, all this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And yet it's seen as this great pillar in television creation, yet a game which isn't glorifying, it's this isn't just the one scene. Obviously, it's not an ongoing thread within the game itself it might still tie in loosely but they're trying to sort of black mark this blacklist this yet game of thrones and film in general that touch on a lot heavier stuff than that too is fine i don't understand how they think i really don't i still don't know if they still think little kids are just playing video games Mm. i don't know i don't get it and if that was the case then there wouldn't be any need for an r18 rating system exactly like it's like they ignore the ma15 plus or the r18 plus on the games themselves and just think little timmy or little little janie who's 10 years old is playing this game this is going to destroy their fragile little mind little timmy little janie <clears throat> wish they could get up to that level mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know why they want to shit on my sandwich but yeah i'm so happy that is my anticipated game i've been waiting for it for quite some time yeah um it's been it was announced like oh ages ago mm. so <clears throat> please bring it up the, and like they are they are saying it's going to be out in 2018, but you know with Quantic... It was also meant to be out this year as yeah, well. So. Their, their <laughs> dates and release um, forecasts don't have a huge amount of weight behind them. So I, we'll see. I am absolutely all for Red Dead Redemption 2 mm-hmm. after absolutely. watching Godless. Yes! Damn it! Right, let's, let's I still haven't about, watched Godless yet, but I'm hyped. too much, but by God, that is a great show on Netflix at the moment. Um, watch Godless. Uh but Red Dead, like, Godless has just got me in country mode. Yeah. Uh, country fever. I don't know. Whatever you want to call it. Snakebite fever. Let's call it that. God- Godless is a show on Netflix. It's, it's about a, a town called LaBelle where literally um, most of, like, the young or able-bodied men have all died in this accident. Um, and literally the town is just full of widows and older men and, like, maybe one or two kind of other dudes so it's about this like town and sort of this hardship that they've fallen on but also there's a story around it about uh an outlaw being chased across the country by uh a gang okay um and it's fucking amazing it is so tight you sold me when i said is it anything like deadwood and you were like yes and i'm like oh my god i can't in. yeah dude it's like deadwood's one of the greatest tv shows in my opinion of all time i love it so much i think in terms of like tone it's bang on. Mm. It's bang on Deadwood. <clears throat> um, 
anyway, so that's got me hot for anything that's like Wild West. Snakebite fever is I like the that. term I'm coining. Yep. Um, I'm sure it's something somewhere else anyway, but... Mm. That's yours now. Copyright. Yeah. See Salim the Dream 2017. Yeah, so I'm, I'm with you as well. I'm hitching my wagon to Red Dead Redemption yeah. 2 as my most anticipated I- game. Of 2018. I've got a 50-50 split on mine, though. I also want to see Dragon Ball Fighter Z. I really, really, really mm. cannot wait for that game to come out. It was so much fun it when I got fun. to play it with you, Ali, at PAX. Mm-hmm. Um, plays really well. They keep announcing new characters that bring into it. I think last week they just announced Adult Gohan as one of the playable characters. It's a really fun game. I, I, mm. I'm looking forward to playing that next year. Yeah. Yeah. So other games I think May next receiving votes. Out, Far I'm Cry sure. 5. That's really nice. Sorry? Far, Far Cry 5 got some votes. Oh, yeah. Uh, it has also been confirmed this week. It's been pushed back from end of Feb to end of March for a release date. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z got yeah. votes. Anthem got votes. Another one, I think, I th- near zero chance of a 2018 release. Um, I'd love it if it did because it looks so good. What do we, yeah, what do we think of Anthem? Can we, I just like talk about its merit in this list at all? Like, Do we actually... Are we actually really that hyped for it, guys? I am. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah. I, I like... Bioware make good open world games. Um, do it, they? It looks... Yes. Do they? Yeah. Dragon Age, Mass Effect. Those two series on their own, I love. But no, those two series are both massively hit and miss. Dragon Age <sighs> 2 was not a great game, in my opinion. I liked it. Uh, I like... They, they tell a good narrative. Mass Effect Andromeda. They, they pull on your heartstrings. Behave yourself. <laughs> Monster Hunter World got some votes as well, which is in open beta as we speak right now. I'm really now. interested to play that game. Um, I've had a few people talk about it, so now mm. it's piqued my interest. It's got a lot yeah. of like fan, like a lot of hype, a lot of love, Hysteria. a lot of devout fans. Yes, is what I was trying pa- to say. Paperbark and the latest Metro also got votes as well in oh. this title. Mm. Um, yeah, but I'm as I said, I'm I'm in on. You can't lose either way with any of those games on that list. Like, I cannot wait to yeah. play Sea of Thieves. Yes, yeah. Cannot wait to play the new Spider-Man. It looks phenomenal. No hands-on time. I got a closed-door session with it at E3. Um, it looks awesome. It's mm. just true to form, true to source material. And Insomniac, mate, fucking phenomenal games. And then Red Dead 2 and Detroit. <laughs> it's going to be yet another good year of gaming. Surprisingly, not one vote for uh, the new God of War which uh, has been rumoured to be releasing in March. They, Surprisingly? I, I love the God of War series. Okay. And it looks great, the new Did one. Did you for it? Mm. <laughs> I could take it or leave it. Mm. Yeah, same. Yeah. And, and the fact that they're going down that Norse uh, mythology instead of the Greek route, keen as beans. So moving on to the, uh, the crown jewel in the Hungry Awards. Game of the Year. I've got four games that have received the majority of the vote and then also a big chunk of other games receiving votes as well um, i might get the other games that receive votes out of the way to start with and then we'll then we'll jump on those other four so our uh, games receiving votes that didn't make it into the the final four player unknown's battlegrounds golf story cuphead assassin's creed origins um, which is worthy uh, i've only just played a little bit of it so far and some time at E3, but it's so good. Pyre, Destiny 2, Super Mario Odyssey, and just a little quick throwaway, but Brad Paul um, from D1 DLC fame um, also put a quote in saying, Mario ain't all that. So he didn't yeah. speak too highly of Mario Odyssey. <laughs> Resident Evil 7 got votes. 
Mass Effect Andromeda got votes. Shout out to Clayton on that. Hopefully it's genuine and not a piss take just to sort of play with my emotions there. Oh, it's a piss take. Drop Mix got votes, um, which is something I'd love to us to get a, a, a copy of and play it because have you seen any of Drop Mix? No. <clears throat> yeah, it's the <clears throat> card game. Um, it is so, the transitions are instant. It's smooth. It looks fun. Um have you seen it actually played in motion? I've never seen it played in motion. Sammy Deej uh, raves about it. Raves about it, mm. and also uh, as does um, Cag, Cag, not Calgar. No, not Andrew. Andrew. Paul. No, actually, I don't think it's Andrew. I think it's the reset guys. I heard talking yeah, about. Yeah, old uh, Crash Bandicoot dildo master himself. Yeah, <laughs> old Mutsi. So uh, yeah. yeah, Drop Mix got some votes. South Park: The Fractured Butthole got votes. Paradigm, Hollow Knight. So two Aussie games in there as again. Uh, and the Evil Within Two also received some votes. And Tekken Seven, great to see that in there as well. Thanks and guys. And Tekken Seven, for that. yes, <laughs> late entry, just got in at cutoff. <clears throat> okay, so the top four, uh, or top five, sorry. So Wolfenstein Two, done by Machine Games, seven percent of the vote. Persona Five, yeah, done by Atlas, getting nine percent of the vote. There's a two-way tie between uh, for second place with Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice by Ninja Theory getting 12% of the vote. My Game of the Year, Horizon Zero Dawn by Guerrilla Games getting 12% of the vote. And uh, just a quick line here, but Travis Gould wanted to say, um, directed more so at Ali, I'd say, by reading this. Sorry, Ali, but between this and The Last of Us, I wonder if you've any taste in single-player story games, amazing gameplay, world-building, characters, and some of the best-looking graphics ever. End quote. Well, that Someone is a, a shot seat. across the bow. Dab at me right in the <laughs> Game Awards. <laughs> Voting ace. He might be right, to be honest. Like, I don't play a lot of single-player story-based games. No, back so. yourself. Fuck you, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck you, Travis. And so. winning. <laughs> Thank you, Travis. And Sorry. winning our uh, 2017 Game of the Year award, as voted by you legends, Zelda Breath of the Wild, taking out the title with 14% of the vote. Mm. So I was pretty close for those top three top three spots there. Mm. Um, what do you think? What's your game of the year? Is this justified? Well, look at that. Zelda. Tell me. Zelda, our community chose Zelda. The world chose Zelda in the big game awards. So. Mm. I wonder if the... Because this wasn't um, an award where you could select from a list. This was open. Yep. You pick whatever you wanted. I actually wonder if people were hesitant to actually vote for PUBG, not knowing if it was counted. Mm. So I wonder if that's the reason maybe PUBG isn't in that top five, because I think it absolutely deserves to be for one. That's mine. I I agree. Yeah. uh, I think there's maybe we would have seen the numbers skewed a little bit. Um, Maybe it would have bled a few votes off of Zelda and you could have Mm. seen your your lovely HZD up there. Sneak up there, yeah. Um, I've poo-pooed Horizon Zero Dawn a little bit before, but I actually do love the game. I think it is a good game. Um, I'm a little bit disappointed, I think, in the number of enemies, which I've said before, and we got confirmation that there's like 22 of those things. Mm. Shout out to Jono. My mind. Check you. out putting in work on um, the Twitters. And yeah. The, obviously the podcast as well. Um, but it's a great game. It's a beautiful game. It plays really well. The combat's fantastic. Um, I haven't finished it still, I know now where it ends. Thanks, Brendan. Um, but yeah, I think it's a fine game. I think you ruined it for me once. Oh, vaguely recall that. It's what I do. Yeah. Uh, but it's a fine game. Like It's a really well put together game and a fantastic concept. So I think it certainly deserves to be up there. Um, mine is also PUBG though. 
Hey. So I, you two both. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I can't, I'm excited for this discussion. I haven't felt um, the sort of just one more feeling, just one more, just one more, uh, <laughs> in years. In years. Like nothing's kept me up to the wee hours of the morning quite like PUBG has. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's amazing. It's, Chasing them chickens. It's definitely a game that has yeah. encouraged me to better myself. <laughs> I, I no, please bear with me if I'm shitty at the single player story games. Um, shout out Travis. <laughs> I <laughs> I usually if I uh, I'm kind of shit at a game, I'm just like, oh well, I'm shit at a game. Whatever, I'm having fun. Yeah. This game actually encourages me. Like, no, learn a bit. You know, try out some new tactics. Yeah. Learn how to use a sniper. It's Maybe. it's it's this really wonderful mix though, where it's like there's a little bit of luck. There's a hell of a lot of like strategy, but there is absolutely enough room for you to just wing it. However you want to do it, you can wing it with completely um, whatever results. You Speaking know? from direct experience right there, Mr. Lone Wolf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's fun. I love that about fun. the game. It's, and it's super fun. Like, yeah. I know with the people that we play with, we always have fun with it. We don't take it too seriously. We screw around, but we still want to get to the end goal. Like, yeah. Like, and I, I'm still playing it. I'm still going to be playing it. If you guys asked me to play it on New Year's Day, I'd still be playing it. But mm-hmm. just the like the engagement and the experience when you play it. Like you're in a game within minutes. You're in a game with a hundred, ninety nine other people hmm. straight away. There's re- like really just because of the sort of engagement around the world. There's no waiting. Um, you, as soon as you lose, you're almost within another game again within five minutes. Yeah. You're in another game. Another no hundred people. Time, no buffer. Uh, it's it's clever. It's just executed really well. Yeah, like there's a lot of people that are out there that get that have um, recently gotten a bit salty towards the uh, PUBG series, saying that a few updates have broken the game a little bit and Mm. that the servers are a bit off. But you know, like people, you're always going to have that feedback. Exactly right. And every time that many people playing a game, Mm -hmm. yeah, you're going to have people yeah. unhappy about certain things yeah you're definitely going to be on blast yeah. but and, for the most part i think they've done well how many ga- games users, still, what was it it's, eight um no it's over two million two million i think they might have broken near to three by last case fucking way off um yeah. but the game still isn't even in its full release yet mm. and and for something to come out as stable as it is for the vast majority of the time as you said for near instant access into a server mm. um yeah, they're, they're, I've seen a few gremlins here and there, but that's maybe one out of every 15 to 20 uh, matches I exactly. play with I something see, where I'm like, ugh. I see gremlins in Hearthstone Yeah, um, all the fucking time. Or in COD or Destiny. in Destiny, in, yeah. in the big AAA titles with a lot bigger budget and a lot bigger team behind it. And some of them are, for the most part, less stable than, than PUBG and, and what Bluehole. And now they've got a... A little subsect that sort of rules over that that's tied into player unknown directly, um, but yeah, it's 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 well well in the discussion for for game of the year. Yeah, mm. and you know what? Just to highlight with this whole game of the year section and like you know controversy that everyone brings up, let's just remember that this this is my game of the year for me. Mm-hmm. This is uh, Sam's game of the year you for Sam. Oh, no, dude, no, I'm, I'm just fine. Bring it on, motherfuckers. No, it's just in the sense <laughs> that, like, you know, it's also how, like, Horizon, I didn't like it. wasn't for me. wasn't my game. Yeah, but sure. it's 100% purely, for Brendan. Purely subjective. And then there's yeah. also people yeah. that fucking love Persona because yeah. Persona Yeah, I, I was game. really um, kind of happy to see. I didn't actually play Persona, but you couldn't escape the bloody game when it was <clears> released. Yeah. 
Um, I was actually really happy to see it get the attention that it got. And in fact, uh, won Dash Awards Game of the Year, um, which we haven't talked about actually. We, yeah, we. I thought we'd, we'd sort of round that out. We'll round it out. We'll talk. We'll, we'll, don't worry about what we're about to say. We'll say it later. Yeah, but um, <laughs> ignore that. Yeah, as as you guys just mentioned, Horizon is my game of the year. If, if anyone that's listened to this podcast even once since <laughs> since late February would know, um, it's. I genuinely feel like they somehow got into my psyche as I was sleeping and stole all my favorite tidbits from from life and pop culture and turned them into a game. Hmm. The, that's cool the open world rpg elements dinosaurs mechanical dinosaurs sort of primitive combat that post-apocalyptic vibe big sprawl uh, big sprawling vistas hmm. tight tight combat smooth gameplay fun little narrative accessible great voice work i loved it it hooked me from the get-go that that opening sort of little prologue where you're playing baby aloy um and you're sort of learning to hunt with with um with your father figure is fantastic and it just hooked me instantly and it didn't mm. let those hooks out still to this day like i'm so hyped to get into um frozen wilds dlc it's great to see guerrilla games take a chance obviously their their main backbone was sort of first person shooters this is a big leap going from from their previous series to to horizon and and to do it so well straight off the bat to get such critical acclaim and praise sadly no awards at the game awards um certainly up there and it was in contention with a lot of them which is i guess still half a victory you know to be considered amongst your peers in that regard yeah shout out to PUBG. it's a big year for gaming <clears throat> yeah it's it's a huge year 2017 has been a bumper year yeah. yeah the world must be like the world's on fire at the moment but thank god the gaming spectrum's really good right now mm. <laughs> but um yeah i loved it and absolutely loved it to talk about the people's choice the legend of zelda uh <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it splits audiences to a degree like it, you can't argue the sheer scope of the sandbox that nintendo created for you guys in this game you also mm. can't argue that too now we've witnessed two communities choose it as a game of the year yeah. oh, and, a bi- and a major yeah. one so mm. yeah like i i've i've enjoyed it i still haven't still haven't taken down ganon um i will finish it it's it's on one of those near finish games similar to a Persona 5 and whatnot where yeah. I've, I've deep dove to a substantial level but then sort of just stopped for whatever reason the title came out. Um, you, you can't argue with the the level of respect they, they've shown that Zelda franchise in that, the, the character animations, the combat, the environments themselves, this little detail where you can traverse anything in the game mm-hmm. you want. You, you see a mountain... 15 kilometers over there you can walk to that damn mountain and try and climb it like mm. there, there's no invisible barrier you get to anything you can see you can attempt uh, potentially tackle um it's 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 well done the animation's great the combat's smooth the durability on the items pisses me off to no end um and and the fact that it is a constant series of puzzles with with the dungeons um getting getting like working through those to, to get your hearts to then get the sword to uh hopefully take down ganon and, and help you fight these these beasts but um it's great it's not my game of the year um i, I enjoyed my odyssey more than i have my time with breath of the wild but you can't argue with the community out there it's it's winning awards it's mm. one of the highest rated games of all time or metacritic it's the highest rated zelda of all time yeah um so great great return uh for nintendo i found a little funny piss take that the game of the year uh this year was a, a wii u title which is technically true um, which I found pretty funny, but um, yeah, shout out to Nintendo. Nice, nice return to force. Yeah, 
Anything else? Have you played it at all? No, I haven't. I've <clears> seen a lot. I've read a lot. I've watched a lot. I've dabbled and I've watched a lot and um, witnessing a lot of other people's gameplay as well. And I, I can't ignore the the innocent like reliving that a lot of people had got playing that series and then playing the new game. They loved it. And mm. I just I think because it came out so long ago, it's easy to kind <clears throat> of semi dismiss it now. Dismiss? Some people are dismissing it. Yeah. Again, it's been a big year. Like yeah. it's it's been a, a very taxing year. Mm. in a lot of ways to be a, a gamer trying to keep up with the joneses like yeah. fuck me there's something new every other week yeah uh in such a great way like you'd want to be spoiled for choice mm. um they're not but like yeah lucky just, us yeah i think one of our listeners dame Peavy, hit the nail on the head probably the best in sort of closing closing these awards after he said 2017 has been such a great year for gaming so many brilliant titles some taking is completely by surprise, e.g. Hellblade and PUBG, and some delivering on the long-anticipated hype, e.g. Zelda. No mention of Final Fantasy XV in there. Not surprised. With it's such a, a strong year almost behind us now... 20, 2016 release. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, because oh. we were going to do the one year in um, August or September. I forget. But it's, yeah, it's 2016. Okay. Okay fuck that game <laughs> with such a strong year almost behind us now i'm pumped for 2018 and the anticipated titles we have in store and sharing our thoughts and experiences within the community well p.s said. bring on dragon ball fighter z hey oh, well said ding mm. yeah ding you know that man yeah a couple of other little little lines that i wanted to bring to note liam avatar says uh, overwatch may have gotten game of the year before but it is still amazing as evidenced by uh the constant hype, the, uh. the attach rate of players. Uh, Sam Hark and Sammy Deej wanted to uh, sh- send a little bit of extra love to what remains of Edith Finch, which is something we yeah, all need to all need it. to tackle. Uh, Charlie Evans wanted to uh, give us a little bit of love, which which I'm very thankful for. Aww. Best gaming related discovery this year: The Hungry Gamers! Exclamation point. I really only started listening to podcasts this year, and the Nameless Table Gang kills it. Ah, oh, Charlie. Dude. And uh, one last thing, Wilco from uh, Ultra Super Mega slash Super Hype Train slash a slew of other things wanted to mention mashed potatoes are amazing. No, but, they're fucking fuck not. yes, Wilco. <laughs> Sucked in for your computer break in the other day. Ah. Oh. Well, not really, but that's for your mashed potatoes. Thank you, Wilco. Thanks, Wilco. Reigniting the rivalry. We, we love he, he loves potato. poking me. We love a good pot. He was having a go at me yesterday table. about Mario Kart Eight, about how crap I am. Got <laughs> it. Got up my goat. Got you good. Anything you guys wanted to say before we start packing this down for one last time in 2017? Uh, I mean, a year of gaming in a wrap. Yes, we've had so many titles, and yes, we've had so many downfalls and stuff like that. But I just want to say this has been a great year for indie gaming. Um, yeah, in I regards agree. to some titles just coming through and then fucking holding their place with the triple A's and winning awards as well. Um, as well as like, you know, uh, the switch accepting them onto their platform and then giving them, you know, more of a voice in mm. the triple A gaming community and succeeding and becoming like great popular games. So a great year for indie gaming and it makes me so happy. I wanna, and I'm excited for it. Yeah. I want to echo that. I've sort of reflected a little bit on the, trials um that AAA titles are facing more and more with things like delays with blowing out over budget with under delivering and like 
Final Fantasy 15 is always the one sort of case in point on that. <laughs> uh, and I, I reflect that sometimes I think fucking indie games are the way to go. Like indie mm. games rarely <laughs> underdeliver in what they're actually achieving or what they're sorry striving to do. They've uh, got that passion, don't they? They just they have a goal and they go for it. They don't have I don't know bureaucracy at the top sort of raining down and suggesting that things move X or Y way. Um, so I'm like totally with that, and I think my like 2018 goal is to play way more indie games. Yeah, same. Um, I really agree. Like I already kind of did, but yeah, go for it. I think everyone should next you, year. You made it look so good that I thought, fuck yeah, I'll give it a try. <laughs> um, and how is now the bit where we talk about us next year, or we do that after this bit? I mean, I think we could talk about that, but we we should, um, I guess, in in the sort of still context of game awards. Mm. We did take out our best gaming podcast on the Dash Gamer Awards. Thank you, guys. Woo! Thank you so much to uh, all our listeners, viewers, online social media banterers with us that took the time to give us a vote on there. It means so much. It really does. It really does, considering who we're up against. Too. Yeah, yeah. Like um, some of Australia's finest, obviously, you Gamer on there, Reset, a couple of NPCs, the Explosion Network were on there. And then some of the big ones, like there was, was Critical Role on there? Um, I know yeah, the, the Games Daily podcast. show done by Kind of Funny was on there, mm-hmm. and uh, they they and were they nipping were, at our heels yeah. constantly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it's nice to uh, get a bit of recognition and some acknowledgement amongst the uh, the gaming podcast plane. Mm. Yeah, it means a lot. It really does. Um, I can't put it into words. It's so lovely to be doing this and to be um, after all this goddamn time. No, after two years. <laughs> uh yeah getting that kind of recognition it's easy to forget when you hear around the nameless table with two people yelling at you and you're yelling back and you want to rip someone's throat out but you love it like and we do we have, so much, fun. We have <laughs> so much fun we have so much fun doing this it's really Good easy synopsis. to forget kind of what happens after we leave this room and people actually go out in the world and listen to this um yeah. it's a great little reminder and a fantastic uh, way for us to wrap up the year really uh, makes a smile and it's cool being in there with our friends as well yeah like most of those podcasts we got nominated um with are friends who we've met on this fantastic journey and i love that too um and if you haven't listened to their shows like absolutely go and check them all out yeah yeah head like uh, facebook search for the australasian gaming podcast network the the easiest way to do it or hashtag hashtag agpn yeah and you'll find countless podcasts out there doing great work mm. in the gaming space in the general geeky space film music tabletop if it's cool we're it's talking there. about it it's there so, yeah. so give them a spin especially when a lot of us are sort of winding down over this holiday period and you might be starved for content get out there yeah. give them a listen watch their video read their articles and show them some love like if you liked it give them a like or a subscription or a review or hit them on the twitters Hmm. Yeah. Could be could be one word. Could be like awesome. And then a thumbs up. And that's that means so much. Reviews are our lifeblood. They're also their lifeblood. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Keeps us relevant and keeps our hearts pumping. <laughs> my game, my heart. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to say before we before we shut this sucker down? Uh yeah, I want to say that as this is the last episode, thank you to both of you for a fantastic year. Um, episode 90, still surprising that we're all still doing mm. this. 
Uh, this is kind of the last time we're in the studio here at Hungry HQ before we sort of change the operation a little bit. Um, the four weeks away, uh, uh, there's going to be a lot of work done, I guess, to um, put some new things in place for the start of next year. Mm-hmm. A lot of boardroom meetings. Yeah. A lot of upper management decisions. I liked our little boardroom meeting the other day. I thought it was pretty cool. I liked it. I I have Mm. fun doing that stupid business shit. I like writing minutes and stuff. A lot of changes for the good are coming. Yeah. We're going to maximize on the things we do well and the things we don't do well. We're going to focus less on them or cut them out. We're going to try and streamline this to a nice, juicy, well-oiled smut machine. Indeed. Mm. Um. So yeah, it's uh, again fantastic to be doing this, and thank you both of you, and thank you to everyone who listens uh, and who's stayed listening throughout the year. It's been uh, it's been a hell of a year. One hundred percent. I want to give advice to everyone to the new year. I know it's difficult, especially being the uh, heartless person that I am. That being kind is quite tiresome. The only thing that I can uh, <laughs> suggest to people is don't be a dick. Don't it's it's easy. Dick. It's easy to not be a dick. True words have never been said. Yeah. So take that with you to the new year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess, yeah, from from, from all of us. Stop being an asshole. <laughs> from all of us here at um, the big, Hungry big Gamers big and the, the broader 8-bit community, yeah, happy holidays. Um, take, take the time to enjoy the festivities with your loved ones, friends and family, your work colleagues, whoever it you might switch. be. Your Switch. Your copy of Horizon Zero Dawn. Nestle that close on Christmas Eve. <laughs> keep it close keep it cool and it'll keep you cool too in these hot summer months but um yeah it's 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 been a trip this is uh year two down on the hunger games podcast year three is going to be crazy good but um i guess that's it for me you can find us as a collective at we are 8-bit you can find me at brendan 8-bit on all the socials you can get me at celine td you can find me at miss ali Hart. until next year 8-bit nation Happy holidays, much love, and stay hungry. You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, an exclusive podcast from 8-Bit. Be sure to check out 8-Bit.net for all your video game and pop culture related needs. Additional Hungry Gamers episodes can be found on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. While you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls.